I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. A comfy sweater and a nice pair of slippers, but I can't wear those anymore because I'm old and I got foot problems. <laughs> yeah, you're an old woman now. Yep. You're in your pajamas and a bathrobe. Or what is that? A sweater? It's a sweater. From a earlier. sweater. Your hair is up behind you. You you look ready for bed. Uh, that's because I am. Well, as we go, ninety day fiance the other way, season four, episode sixteen, tell all part two. Now, if you're an old woman, then I'm just a grumpy old man. I can't tell that's if us. after I've watched this, I just for the first time maybe ever, I feel like I was just in a bad mood the whole time. <laughs> Well, you know, some of these people were extremely annoying. And mainly, I came away thinking to myself, I'm embarrassed by all the Americans on this show at their inability to see the significance of cultural differences and to respect them in people who are not from here at all. It, it It's shocking to me. And, and we could lump insulting Mahmoud, to these people. We could lump Mahmoud into that also because he has that same inability yes. to see correct other cultures. Correct. But yeah, I think maybe that's it. I just felt like I wanted somebody, I wanted somebody to say or do the right thing. I just felt so frustrated by the end of this. I think a lot of it was the Rishi part. Yes, that's what. Push me over because let's edge. really put what Rishi is as a person. Right. Let's just talk about Rishi as a human being, right, uh-huh. for just a minute. Let's separate him from relationships or fiancés or whatever. Right. What does Rishi do for his family? Everything. Right. He Where is, is the r- sole provider for everyone in the household. And that's a lot of people. Rishi's yes. father has passed away. Yes. So he's not there anymore. Right. And in their culture, that puts him as the oldest, as the head of the family. Although probably. responsibility. So not in, and this is the difference, not necessarily in the decision-making category. but in the responsibility. In the Chris and Danielle world, and maybe even in the Debbie world, because you're the sole provider, it also means you that you're the boss. You get to make all the decisions, right? You are the boss of everything because you provide the money. Right, and that's BS, let me just say. It's a horrible way to live, right? Right. It's not a relationship. No. A relationship is a two-way street. It, it's it's for me, and I, I guess maybe we're going to hop up on our our twenty eight and a half year marriage and our experience. And and look, our experience is in a bubble, right? Uh-huh. It's in our bubble, right? It's in the world we created, right? So it works for us. It probably wouldn't work for everybody, but uh-huh. it's not just compromise. It's compromise without keeping score. Correct. Because when we started, things were different. Right. When we started, I was in the army just getting out and you were working. Yes. And I had a career established. It made you the one with a career. It made you. I had a house. I had a new car. You were the provider. You were the one in the relationship. And it took a decade. Right. For things to reverse to a point where. You know, we had 
kids and yeah and, and so and dur- even then i worked when i needed to sure. even with kids but it's it's compromised without score right that danielle you know when i saw her go about making the money and and you know it was the same thing with chris is then fine. You can make the money. I'm not going to be a housewife for you because I make the money. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe behind the scenes, maybe Johan is asking her to do those things. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not it. sure. I'm not sure Johan is. Well, what work is she doing in in his country? I think what she's done, we've talked about it. If you haven't seen, what we do is inside scoop. So if you notice, if you look at our episode titles and you go, hey, I'm missing some episodes, it's because the previous episodes are Inside Scoop. So we do some Inside Scoop weekly about Real Housewives. We do that as a show, and we do 90-day TLC stuff as a show. We've talked about Danielle selling one-on-one individual life life coaching whatever. Who? wants to take advice from Danielle. I don't know. She seems to be able to give relationship advice. What the heck? So I'm sure we'll get into all of this probably. What She's I... an utter failure in her own wow. life. How oh, can you, she be a life coach to anyone? are bringing it today. I thought I'm I just, was the one in the mood. I'm fed up with her. I really am. You know what? I look at her face and it makes me angry. I'm for real. <laughs> I thought like I would be in a mood. And for those of you who aren't involved, like in our personal podcast, here's what happened. I like quit my job. Yeah. Not so, like suddenly. Well, kind of. You didn't quit and store I do, have, I do have another. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't like. You take secured this, another job first. I didn't first. take this job and shove it. <laughs> right. I didn't do like that. Like we all dream of doing someday. <laughs> take this job and Secretly. shove it. I ain't working here no more. I didn't do that. But close. In my world, that's what I did, right? In my mind, I said take this job and shove it. Maybe because you said that in your head, (laughs) but then you went about finding another job and then gave an excessive amount of notice. Yeah, you're right. It sounds a little more boring. But that being said, so I feel a bit emboldened. And so maybe I, I thought maybe as I'm watching this episode, I just feel... Like I'm ready to tell the world what I think. I think maybe it's because I'm functioning on five hours of sleep and we spent well, no. like six. That's nothing. We spent like six hours out of the house today. Chris went days without sleep, Kelly. Oh, my gosh. Only if she was hooped up on whatever Goofballs. it is she takes. All right. We seem to be on fire today. So let me try and start. We've already started the show, but let me really try and, and kind of put this in some kind of order. Well, here's the thing. Gabe's got an opinion about everybody and everything. His eye rolls were killing me. Killing me. Yeah. He's like condescending to everyone. And who is he to give advice either? They all are getting on my nerves. I get it. We're also. I now have strong opinions and I'm ready to share them. I get it. We're a little preachy, a little judgy. Y'all pay us to give you Well, no. These people don't. This is our free (laughs) podcast. Well, there are people who pay us for our opinions. Uh, Other people pay us for our opinions. (laughs) And I'm willing to give them. Those of you who do not, this is just the free version. So there is a subscriber. We do about two hours worth of subscription stuff each week. That is above and beyond this. So, 
Here's I tried to make a list. I was, my goal when I started taking notes was I tried to do things we didn't know. I was hoping to find some new stuff. <laughs> it went way off whack. Yes. Because I, I I see Tim and Veronica and we are not physical people, right? No. We're 52 and 51 years old. We don't look like we used to, even though maybe we think we do. I think I do. You think <laughs> do you don't. I do not. So I get it. Well, I, I could not understand. It's like Tim and Veronica. They said, here, we, here's like a bucket of makeup. Yes. I'm sorry, but we don't have any mirrors. <laughs> and Nor do we have any makeup artists to yes. help you out. So the two of you are going to have to do your own makeup and you're going to have to be mirrorless. What happened to Veronica's makeup? So I don't know how it makeup looks, works. It, well, you put blush on and you you swipe it up your cheek line, like along your cheekbone. And then... You do this? Yeah. Well, only on the rare occasion I wear makeup, which okay. you know is once okay. every few years. Right. And then you take your hands, which don't is they slightly make a tool? sweaty, and you... Huh? Your sweaty hands, that you, sounds gross. You blend it uh -huh. into your skin so that you can't actually see the blush and go, hey, that's blush on your face. You think it's it natural. It's natural. Mm. Like a, a transitional color, like you're a little flushed. Oh, like Nicole looked today. <laughs> so It's going to be a shotgun blast of a show. We apologize that there's no order to this show. So this is what happened with Veronica. She put the clown makeup on. And then failed wow. to ever blend it, touch it, brush it, anything. So she's got these distinct lines of clown makeup like a three-year-old came and put it on for her. <laughs> and she had way too much on, more makeup than I've ever seen her wear. Even the eye makeup was too heavy. I don't know what was going on with her. I'm thinking maybe it's because she's dating nah, what's-her-face's son. And maybe she's trying to look younger than she right. is or feel younger than she is. But I got news. It ain't working. And Honey. Tim, Tim stole her eyeliner. Evidently, he looked the same as he always looks. So I, I'm not sure where you you got that from. I don't know. His eyelashes are always his long eyeliner. And dark. It was dark. He looked like he should yeah. be singing for the Cure. <laughs> I love the Cure. Was it Robert Smith? I think is who yeah. that is. Don't knock the Cure. Right. The so we had Tim and Veronica this time. I think it worked better. They kind of tagged in and tagged out. It uh -huh. still felt forced. And then they brought him in at the end to ask a question, but they just talked about the cheating. Tim said a statement, but it really wasn't a question. I well, think. he said he wanted the details. Yeah. On the cheating. I just didn't. It didn't work. You know, and Sean, I think we've, you know, we talked about it kind of in the Facebook group, even during the episode is, you know, Sean's not she won't really ask the hard question. She's not really good at this. Yeah. She's not the one. And I don't think it needs to be Tim and Veronica, but it doesn't need to be I either feel, of them. I feel like the tell all has gotten to a point where the the people on the show it's like a free for all. They're running the commentary. Well, it's Jabri, right? It's yeah. Jabri, it's Colt, it's yeah. this they turn out to be dominant unless you can knock them down. Right. So this was Gabe in this Yes. One. Completely Trying Gabe. to drive the narrative and comment on everybody and everything. Yeah, Gabe and and what's this who gives Myra and Randy 
uh, I don't yeah. know, a pillow talk audition to bring uh, them in and sit them down and give everybody – they get to comment on everybody's relationship? Yeah, I don't know what's happening with that. I, I'm confused. If we see them – well – Why was Sean asking them for their opinion on everybody? I have everybody? no idea. If we had the time to watch, sadly, we kind of saw maybe one episode of Pillow Talk this season. Yeah, I didn't watch. Just because I didn't even realize Jenny and Summit were on there. I think that was because I think great that would have it them. would have been. Yeah, but there just isn't time because Pillow Talk's on now. Oh yeah, and we're always recording, and we're recording, and so when tomorrow hits, like tomorrow for us watching, whole there, new cycle. There's stuff. tomorrow. So um, much. Match Me Abroad needs to be watched tomorrow, and Real Housewives of Atlanta has to be watched tomorrow. Right. So there's – you're looking at two hours of watching. And then we go record. And then we record those. So there isn't – Pillow Talk gets lost in the shuffle because Reality Roundup is breathing down our necks yeah. to get done. So we miss a lot of Pillow Talk. Yeah, all Even of though this – Pillow Talk is probably what had us the most. had us start this. Yeah. So they even showed some Pillow Talk clips during the show. Yeah, and I saw Jenny and Submit, and I thought, oh man! I well, you didn't see put- Jenny. They were talking. She covered her face. <laughs> yeah, they were talking I'm with her on that. <laughs> Myra and Randy. Mm. I don't even know why we care about them. We don't. No. They must have gotten a lot of commentary about them being opinionated yeah. from fans. So they decided to bring him in or something. But they ended up sparking this Danielle paying the bills, you know, them her emasculating. Yes, well, that was true. We agreed with that. Yeah. But just because we agree with what you say doesn't mean we think you should be on our show. <laughs> right. That just doesn't happen. So that's not so good. So advice for everybody they had. So, hmm. so where do we start? I guess let's talk about. I guess it's still Gabe and Isabel. We could talk about them. Gabe pulling chicks is what Trey says. <laughs> Your thoughts on this? I mean, is is they talked about Isabel. This was Tim and Veronica talked about Colombian women being jealous. I didn't get that vibe here about Isabel. Yeah, no, I see her trying to cultivate and protect their marriage. That's what she said. And that that's what I see her doing. I think Tim might come at this I from... I think she explained it well when she said that is putting himself in situations with his friend where there's temptation is setting up potential trouble. She doesn't want him to daily be in tempting situations until they are established and secure in their relationship. This is what... When I see this, that's it, responsible. It was the scenes, and you see Gabe with this little side eye, like when Trey's bringing something up, and uh-huh. he tries like to shush him, shush him with his eyes, yeah, and all of this eye rolling. Yeah, stuff. he was making a lot of looks when they replayed that clip with Trey when um, they were sitting with Isabel at dinner, and they were having that conversation. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of. You know, glances off to the side and like he was trying to communicate without saying it. Right. What to say or, hey, shy away from that or. He's a messy person. Yeah. Gabe really is, isn't he? Yes. Seems to be have an opinion about everybody. Yeah. I guess we do, too, though, don't we? Yeah, but we don't go around telling other 
people that uh, are in relationships about what we think about their relationships. What are we doing right we now? We don't even do that with our kids. What are we doing right now? What is this that we're doing? Well, people ask us for opinions and okay, they pay okay, us okay. to give them. So okay. we do that. We get not these people, but we understand this is but the like, show that we're doing. Our kids are in relationships, but we don't give them our opinion on their relationships unless they ask. Right. Because it's this not our show. business. It is a TV We can show. have opinions. Hmm. But well, we, we have opinions. Yeah, we definitely have opinions. <laughs> but we keep it to ourselves and we talk about it between us. Right. We don't go critiquing the kids' relationships. We just to critique them. people who put themselves on TV. That's what we do. But the difference is they're sitting in front of each other and they're critiquing each other hmm. when they, they have no business because they don't even have their own relationship straight. How are you going to tell somebody else on the stage what's right and wrong about their relationship? So you can see clearly everybody else, but you can't see yourself? So the ru- <laughs> the rub everybody seemed to have is that Trey and Gabe aren't going out alone. Trey's only over with Isabel. When I look at the list of people here, yeah, Isabel seems to be the straightest arrow of she the group. She does. I'm looking what at the list. catch. I'm looking. Yeah. She's the one, yeah. right? Yeah, for she sure. She just is. Yeah. No doubt about Very it. Very responsible. The rest, smart, thinking ahead. The rest of them are a hot mess. Yeah. I'm thinking Johan's a hot mess. We just don't probably know it. He understands there's cameras. Uh-huh. I, I'm guessing there's a bit more to him bad than we don't know about. I'm she guess- says he doesn't go out flirting with women. Yeah, she, even, she did say that. Yep. You'd think despite having a... She said people stereotype him, but it's not true. And you even got eye rolls there mm-hmm. from Gabe. Yeah. I think here, you know, we're kind of putting the cart before the horse. But, you know, that whole Rishi stuff and how hard Gabe was on Rishi. I had never seen somebody so hard on somebody as Gabe got on Rishi. Yeah. And the fact remains... Well, that- and on my mood, too. Well, I think there's... I mean, he made Nicole cry, and, you know, it took him a while to apologize. Yeah, and we'll get... I think we'll get into that. Here, it's just that... Let's not forget that Gabe and Isabel were really in the same situation as Jen and Rishi were. They're in the same spot. Right, They're there. Isabel's parents just said yes. Uh Uh-huh. And Rishi's mom is just not there yet. Right. So this isn't that different. What if Isabel's parents said no? Right, because he withheld information to the last minute. What would, what was everybody supposed to do? Right, he's the one. Gabe's the one who withheld information. Right. Gabe threw the bomb. Yep. They just absorbed it and were... Gracious about it. Yes. Because what, that's who they are. But what if they said no? Right. What if Gabe's, what if Isabel's parents said, yes, but you're going to have to live in our house? What would Gabe have done? Mm-hmm. Would Gabe have said, no, I'm not doing that? Would that have been Gabe's issue? Because that's the issue here with right. Rishi and Jen. Right. Everyone's mad at Rishi who is the provider of the family for him not to be willing 
to bankrupt his family. Abandon his mother. It's not like um, Summit was the provider for that family. Right. This is different. Right. They had an older son, too. Rishi's the one. Yes. So this is this is completely different. Yeah. So. And he has a lot more guts than Summit also, even though he seemed gutless at one point. He he has seems to be learning to overcome it because he wants things to work with Jen. Yeah, but Gabe just puts him on the spot yeah. and says, you answer yes or no. My opinion of Rishi really changed and solidified in the change at the point that he broke up with Jen. Because I saw or his, Jen broke up with him. Well, whichever way. Because I saw the genuine emotion. Yeah, you can't hide him. that. You can't hide that. That was real. He is in a super difficult position. tough situation. He really is. Yeah. He's and trying think, to overcome a lot. And this is where I think because this was at the beginning of the episode, this is probably what got me so upset because right. they, they me all too. they all piled on him. Yeah. And I disagree. This isn't a yes-no situation. Right. And the fact that he said that he's trying to find a a financial means of supporting two households so that he can fulfill the obligation to take care of his mom and also fulfill Jen's desire and demand to live separately. So the the thing here is is that the group, the panel – is Rishi, you have to abandon your family for Jen. And that's wrong. And it, what kind of person would that make him? It doesn't go to Jen. It's because if you love her, this is what you would do. No. And the fact is, no one says to Jen, hey, Jen, this is a tough situation. It would make things easier if the, during the transition period, maybe you stayed with the family for a period. Mm hmm. Until they could see that you were worthless and can't help. <laughs> and then they would probably just want you out. <laughs> you know what? It would be easier if we didn't have somebody here sleeping until 1030. <laughs> Don't you? Doesn't she just seem like the person? Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Goes to bed at three and gets up at 1030. You got nothing <laughs> going on. I mean, that may not be the case, but it's just something about her that seems. It's the sleepy eyes. How about these two getting back together? What happened? Wow. They knocked knees. That's what happened. <laughs> is that what this is? That's what it is. This is the most – that's the most gracious way of – because this is not what we heard during the episode. <laughs> no, it was not. We got some very descriptive discussions. They each other's world apparently. <laughs> so – but they reconnected. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> So, but still, they're intimate after the breakup. Look, this is so wrong of Jen. It's just wrong. Yes. One, whatever wedding they were at, she probably didn't need to go to. Yeah, I was trying to figure However, out. However, this happened. This is yeah. a problem. And Jen, since she really is the one that broke this off. Right. She's the one who said this isn't going to work. So then she's sending mixed messages by. Yes. By. And 
hooking up. And he's not somebody who needs that mixed message. No. I mean, I was kind of in a similar spot where Rishi was. Mm-hmm. And mixed messages aren't they aren't good mm-hmm. because there's somebody who had hope maybe right had hope that the relationship would continue uh-huh. and you said it was over it's dead uh-huh now he's still reaching out to you but she's got to be stronger than that right if that's what she really meant right because you can't come back and have the same argument right that you had before. If you're the one who came and picked it back up. We've settled you're this. You're just playing games. We've right. settled that Rishi isn't leaving his family. He said that. Right. And you said it's over then. And then you come back. And you hook up. You hook up and you go, you still need to leave your family. And you're all smiles. We've had some communication. Well, you've right. had more than that. <laughs> Gabe was here like, you know, you don't defend your woman. I was shocked that he told his mom, with or without her permission, that they would get married. And in six months to a year. She said a year and a half. And I thought, you know what? You go, Rishi. Yeah. Because that's way more than Summit ever did in so many more years. Right? Yeah. I mean, that took a lot of courage for him to do that. But this wasn't before Debbie called him a coward. Yeah. Called him slippery. And I believe... At one point, and maybe I heard this incorrectly, she mocked his accent. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, that was that was whole the whole scene was Debbie, crappy. I don't know what happened to her this episode. Yeah. But she really like well, you know, here's the great thing about the tell alls. We think we know these people. Mm-hmm. But and, their real personalities come out when yeah, they're talking about each other. You can't help but to have that happen. Yeah. Isabel stayed above the fray. Yeah. When kind of provoked into an argument between Trey and Gabe and Isabel, she didn't bite. No. You know, and Trey didn't bite either. But Danielle was all about, you have to decide who comes first. Mm -hmm. Who comes first? And Rishi said very clearly and plainly, like he has all along. That his mom comes first. Yes. My family comes first. Jenda... And and nobody can fault him for that because that is his culture. That's his responsibility. It's a real thing. Isn't and it's that- like nobody can comprehend that out, uh, out of all of these Americans. And it just dumbfounds me and frustrates me to no end. Isn't this really a good quality? Yes. Isn't this what it makes is. somebody? That's when I say, what kind of person would it make him if he was willing to, to abandon his Yeah, mom? I'm sorry. You have to live in a refrigerator box. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to beg on the streets of India now, but. I'm not sure it's that extreme. Well, I'm just saying. Right. If she doesn't have any money coming in, what do you think is going to happen? There are, there are massive numbers of extremely poor people on the streets of India. So that's what you do. You write this down. You go, okay, Jen, here's the money we have coming in. This is what it takes for them to live here. Do I not give them this money? And then we put a a payment down on a place for you and they won't have a place to live. Is that what, is that what we do with it? Let's just call it with this $700 this week. This is what I have. There's probably more than I'm sure the cost of living in India isn't that right. But this is what I have. What do I do with it? Mm-hmm. You decide. We'll put it on you. I'll, right. I'll turn my money. I'll turn it. We'll play Danielle's game. 
I'll take all the money, Jen, and we'll give it to you. You get to decide if our family loses or goes hungry so that you can have your own place. We'll put it on you. Here it is. Jen's going to be the one making the decisions. Well, if if Danielle was making the decisions, her first priority would be the refrigerator for her face roller. She's not even – yeah, we're not even talking about her yet. But would you put mom out on the street? You know? Yeah. That no one asked Jen that if you love Rishi, right, you would sacrifice this. Living with the family. We talked about this in the brief minutes after the show ended and we started. This may be why Jen's age is a detriment. Yes, because she is set in her ways and unwilling to compromise. Yeah, I've been here. Yeah. I've been here. I am not doing this anymore. And And, and – as somebody that age, I would go at 48, I would go, you know what? I'm not sure I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's Rishi's fault. This is where you go, love isn't enough. Mm-hmm. It's not. These are- yeah, because what is she compromising on? She's not. Well, it would be that she's willing to live in India. This is the great compromise, <laughs> right? The great compromise is that she's willing to go there. The By comprom- American standards, yeah. The compromise might be they get married, they come to the States, and he sends money back there. Uh-huh. Also, well, but it's also- not just about money. I, well, yeah. Somebody's got to take care of the property. Sure. And, and mom's not able to do that anymore, and uncle's getting too old, too, and they said that. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to take care of the place. And I'm not sure. I mean, really, we've seen what the responsibilities of a daughter-in-law are supposed to be. Right. And and this is not Jen. No. And they know that. Right. And they know there's not really anything they can do. They could abduct Rishi, I guess. This has been tried before. Right. And marry him off. Marry him off to somebody else. But she's just not somebody who's going to get up at five in the morning and make chai tea. No. It's not happening. She is not that person. So. You know, they were just gay. They were just all over Rishi from the beginning. Like he came over for a booty call. You know, Gabe was saying, well, what time did he come over? Was it 2 a.m.? Yeah. But like like that Rishi's out, you know, as a player. Uh, I don't think that's the case at all. Even the friend trying to play up. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, play up the, that the, came. the text. What she said to him in the text was inappropriate. I agree yes. with him. Rishi should not have sent the photo, right? We're in agreement. That was a mistake, an error. We're not like all team Rishi. But it's not like it was a naked photo or a picture of his wanker or something. I mean, he didn't do that. She said, send me something private. Yeah. Right? Send me something. One of your best parts. Right. He should not have done that. Right. It's a mistake. And he said that. But it was like... But she was more than baiting him. Yes. But he's got to resist that. Right. He just can't. You can't give in for that. It just... You can't. It's not possible. He's just got to give that up. We got a little bit of... um, Not a ton of Danielle and Johan. But I think... You know, we get Danielle representing herself as like a uh, 
she said uh, something about successful relationships. What re- what is required from successful relationships from Danielle? What successful relationship is she at? Well, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I mean, we're having a, we would call what we have a successful relationship, sure. but we, like you said, it's not all necessarily our way or no way. Right. But Danielle's not at a point at all. Right? Right. I mean, Danielle's the one who introduced his, as Debbie would put it, his uh, large ding-dong into the mix. (laughs) That whole thing gets into, well, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I'm trying not to go down that road. Right. But I think if you get into that and that discussion and everybody and the difference between... I don't want, I don't know. I don't know how to put this in our podcast. There's a difference between sex and intimacy. Yes, definitely. And I think if you don't cross that line at some point, and maybe you can't, maybe if you're not in a relationship with somebody, maybe it's just one thing and not the other. Uh And then maybe. And that's unfortunate because you're missing the best part. Well, and Debbie insinuated a little bit about that. If you had to choose one or the other, wouldn't you choose intimacy? Yeah, because you can have intimate. You can have you can have one without the other. Yes. And there's one that you would rather have, right? Than the other. Yes. I think at a certain point in your life, right? Intimacy isn't always about the end. The, right. Sex is always about the end. Right. I, I, I would gather. But, and I think this is the difference between. All of this, right? Right. And I think maybe this is something that, that that Danielle probably hasn't experienced. Yeah. There's a connection there, right? That you get that I that that she hasn't. Yeah, she's focusing too much on the physical. That kind of lends you to believe she's not getting the rest <laughs> and being the boss. Yeah. Because she's the one that's in control. She must just be thinking about who's providing money all the time. Yeah. If you provide the money, then you get to have the say in the relationship. That's definitely not how it works. It, well, it shouldn't be. No. I don't think that's not a recipe for long-term relationship success. No. And and she's the proven – This is she's the case study. And she – we saw in the preview that she is leaving him. <laughs> yeah. Right after he left her. Right after he dumped her. Oh, no. She's in control. Right after he dumped her, she goes, well, then I'm leaving you. (laughs) I can see. Well, that was convenient. I can see he's not going to change. So I'm going to leave him. That's (laughs) why I'm leaving him. And she accuses him of throwing temper tantrums, which is possible. I said, I'm not convinced that he is what we see on camera. Uh Uh-huh. Don't you think you would behave? You could Behave differently on camera if chosen. I mean, we joke about stuff. I mean, we're not mean or anything like that. But we, obviously, we have some inappropriate jokes during, like, the first 48. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I I would never publicly root for criminals. right? Right. I don't root for criminals. No. But on first 48... When they're in the interrogation room, <laughs> you go, don't, don't I root confess for anything. <clears throat> I know they probably killed somebody and they're a bad person. <laughs> so that's a side. 
right? Uh-huh. But when they say, just tell me the truth, you'll feel better. Uh, you're going, this is a mistake. Because <laughs> feeling better, it, it's probably, it could feasibly add 20 years to your sentence. <laughs> so I guess morally speaking, yes, you should do the right thing. But at this point, I'm thinking like criminal defense attorney yeah. and criminal. Yeah. You should ask for a lawyer at this yeah. point. This is the best thing for you to do because this detective is not going to be able to make anything easier for you. And he's you. not your friend. <laughs> he's not. So I'm not saying I root for them. But so I'm also saying Johan probably knows the cameras there and seems to be able if he can't if he does just control himself on camera, I wouldn't be surprised. But he's given no evidence. Of being a hothead. No. Despite what she says. And even during the show, he's calm. Yeah. And even when she says he's being argumentative on the show, we don't see that. Yeah, his temper tantrum. He just disagrees with her. Her temper tantrum. And he explains why he disagrees. I mean, he seems entirely reasonable. His temper tantrum is him just not agreeing with what she says. Right. This is – you're just it's, – it's the proverbial – Because he won't change his opinion. I don't like your tone Yeah, is what this is. Uh-huh. I don't like your tone. But the thought of her being in a professional relationship or a successful relationship and being able to then tell anybody – How to have one. What's required for yeah. a successful one. I don't know. Maybe you don't – I don't know. Randy, she didn't have a ring on her finger and – it doesn't mean that you're not capable of having a successful relationship. Here's how Danielle needs to give relationship advice. Do exactly the opposite of anything you've ever seen me do. This is uh, – Joy will like this. This is a Costanza. Remember, there was, a, there was a show, one of the episodes, where George completely did everything the opposite of what he would normally do. And it worked out really well for him. <laughs> It's where he told somebody that he didn't. He was unemployed, and he lived in his mom's house. <laughs> and obviously, he's George. And then, so some woman like attacked him. You know. Oh. So she was just impressed at his, I guess, honesty. <laughs> but then it's still George, right? So that's George. I thought um, not a lot of. Um, the beginning we had Nicole and Mahmoud and that whole thing just seemed to be a crazy mess. Yeah. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on and who said what when who was beeping who. But I thought Gabe. He was completely baiting Mahmoud. What I did notice while all that was happening uh, was Nicole completely turned her chest turned into a hive factory. Yeah. And all I could think about was you. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> Whenever anything happens, that's what happens. And you know, she had that neckline exposed. Yeah. And you saw her crying and just that. It was almost like a V-neck. The flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It turned her chest. Yep. Just turned and it turned into complete hives. Yeah, I can completely relate. I, I mean, Mahmoud is wrong in all of this too. He goes yes. from zero to 100. Yeah, he, he could, like he said... It was his response that made his country, his religion, his belief system look bad. 
It yes. was his reaction, his inability to maintain self-control. Because Gabe is 100% off base here. Right. How ridiculous is it to think that if you had a child and you were Christian parents, that you wouldn't raise your kids in a Christian household? If you were two Jewish parents and you had a child that the child would be raised in a Jewish household, same thing with Muslim, um, with whatever you have. Right. The thought that this not is how they would be raised. Right. You're, You're yeah. going to teach them about your religion, and then it is ultimately their choice. But I, I mean, we even Gabe wants them to choose. I think at birth, <laughs> it would be like you've been. We are in the homeschooling world. It would be right. like unschooling. Uh huh. We're just not going to do anything. You can absorb whatever in life will you think will get you through, <laughs> and then you turn into Natalie. Hugging trees in a Washington state of Washington forest. Right. This is what will become of you. And and dating someone and being married at the same time, not giving up either one. Right. <laughs> but they're everybody's wrong here, and Gabe's yeah. just got an opinion on. Yeah, it was really getting on my nerves. I like him less and less all the time. Yeah, Gabe, and it's look. It's really he did not show well. It's hard to like Mahmoud. Yes. We really we see next episode of the tell all we get his brother and and I think he's more of the calming force. Yeah, hopefully he calms him down. That could probably explain explain this better than Mahmoud could because he's not the guy. Right. He's just not. And on top of that, he also isn't that good with the language. He has difficulty expressing he himself. He knows the curse words, though. Right. He sure does. He's pretty good at wow. that. And that's not cool. No. And you see how he doesn't show well. No. He doesn't do himself any favors. No. He, he comes across very immature and lacking self-control. And, and and Gabe took advantage of that. Yes. And everybody apologized at the end. But I do you believe anybody's sorry? No. No, nobody. He saw. Uh, I, w- I believe that Mahmoud is sorry that he upset Nicole. I don't think Gabe is. No. Gabe didn't care that Nicole was in tears. No. Gabe's right. He was unaffected. I'm right. He said he was sorry, but I'm not sure that he was. No, because Gabe's going to say what he's going to say. Right. And that's fine with Gabe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my words out. Yeah. He, Gabe is Jabri. Yeah. Yeah, it did appear that way. It's not Gabe's job to challenge him. Let's be honest here. Nicole and Mahmoud are probably never going to have kids. Yeah. So to have this argument about children that you may or may not raise in whatever religion and what they are or aren't going to wear over their head. All that I could think to myself during this whole exchange was how damaging Gabe's approach with both of them was to their relationship. I believe that he was causing more damage because I see Nicole and Mahmoud so carefully trying to navigate a minefield Mm. with each other, you know, one wrong move and something bad's going to happen. One sets the other off. And it's an argument. It's walking a bull through a china shop. Yes. And, but they are continuing to try to get through the china shop. Mm. 
they're still walking that minefield. They're trying to do it together and find a way to make it to the other side. They're both trying. And Gabe's lobbing grenades. And Gabe is throwing bombs in the minefield <laughs> and making it worse. He really was. If you and you see it in Nicole's face, you see it in Mahmoud's face, it made everything worse. The only people they need to answer to is each other. Mm. Screw everybody else. Yeah. You know, their opinions don't matter. And Mahmoud should have kept that mindset. This guy is nothing to me. Because the basis of what Mahmoud was saying, there was still logical theory Correct. in there. Yes. My family, my business. Right. I and don't he, come to you about your family. Right. I felt like he explained it well. And so I was disappointed that he lost control because his explanation was more than adequate. Mm. And he should have just stuck with that. Gabe was the one who was out of line. And that was clear as a bell mm. until my mood blew up. And then, because what you remember is him blowing is up. that, right. And so the whole situation just upset me. And then I really have a strong dislike for Gabe after that exchange. Mm. Because what he did was wrong. And all he did was hurt people. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't accomplish anything. No. I got my words in. It's like the meme that you see with the girl and the fire in the background, right? Mm -hmm. I, lit the, I lit the place on fire. And I'm out. Yeah. It's all good. I think, um, yeah, her hives was something. I just yeah. like kind of chuckled when I saw that. Yeah, and I'm pale like her too. Right. Gabe is really good at judging other people. <laughs> you think if anybody came out? Because let's go with. Why is he so judgmental <clears throat> when he thinks everybody's so judgmental of him and, and despises people for that? It's great for me to judge everybody, but nobody came out. We didn't hear what um, Mahmoud, the beeping was. Uh -huh. Right. So the beeping could have been something derogatory uh -huh. to Gabe. We d I don't know that. I, I doubt it, though, because then Gabe would, would not have apologized. Yeah, you're probably right. And, and I'm thinking that it wasn't beeped when they were hearing it. They were hearing it real time. Right. So you're probably right if it would have been derogatory towards his transition yeah he'd have jumped on that i'm thinking that would have been a big problem so yeah i think you're right i think I've, some social media stuff has come out and said that that's it was kind of you know trans slamming i doubt it but it wouldn't surprise me but but he would not have apologized then i think that he would have really used that, that against tells him. me i didn't think about that but you're right that would that would not have been the result yeah. if that had happened right that would have become a whole nother conversation. Yeah, I think you're right. He's all happy. Gabe's happy. He's real happy with what he did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, my issue here, though, and this goes back to the first episode of this tell-all. We had Nicole and Gabe and it, 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 sitting across from each other. And Gabe said he didn't care for a mock mood. Yeah. And he said, why? And Nicole said something. And, and, and she I, said, do you plan to tell him that? Yes. Is she agging him? Did she push Gabe? It, it, that struck me, too. That kind of bugged me a little bit. Like she, she wanted him. somebody to be against Mahmoud. So did she do this? Did Nicole push Gabe 
into making this scene happen. Is that possible? It's also possible that, you know, they edit and we just get clips here and clips there. It could have been out of context. Mm. She could have said that to him saying, well, he shouldn't tell you how to dress, you know, and whatever. And she may have said, Mm. are you going to tell him that? It may not have been her response Mm. to what was said right at that moment. Because you know how they edit stuff. My gut said that she put him up to this. And then it did look like that. It just doesn't seem like she's capable of. Yeah, I don't think she's. She doesn't seem. She's not one to have somebody do her dirty work. She doesn't seem sinister. No. And and she can speak for herself. But I wanted to at least, I kind of jotted that down. I wanted to make a note in case that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Because if that is the case, then. That would be crap. Nicole is the worst of all of them. Right. Finally. I think I've talked about everybody else, except for the hot mess. Really, the hot mess of Chris and Jamie. They are exactly who we thought they were from the beginning. Yeah. Chris is what we thought she was. Mm -hmm. We met her, and this is who she was. Right. I thought, you know. We said from the beginning, this is how this was going to go. This was not a real relationship. No, and they did not. Although the shoving scene was shown. Chris didn't really address it. She says, I try to separate when I'm angry or in a situation. And she excused it by saying she blacks out. This is crap. Yes, BS. Complete crap. Yes. This is just an excuse. I mean, I cannot. It's like saying, I don't remember because I took too many drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we think? Yes. I mean, so she disappeared for 20 days at a time. Yes. What do we think could have happened? She was getting her hands on her son, on her son from her son. Uh See inside scoop. Right. uh, Over the weekend. Yeah. He may have been her source. So she was all hopped up on goofballs for 20 days. And that would explain why she would not want to be seen on a video call. Yeah. She was probably cutting fentanyl for her son. (laughs) That's probably what she was doing. Could have been doing, allegedly. (laughs) I don't know that to be true. But would it surprise you? I would not be surprised. I can't not believe... Anything out of her mouth. It's easy to just believe Jamie. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Although Debbie does not. Which surprised me, right? Yeah. I mean, Debbie uh, called her a predator. Yeah, I'm not sure what's up with that. I believe these two are a hot mess. Yes. For sure. But how can you have a difference between (laughs) $1,100 and $10,000? Yeah. You notice that uh, Jamie was ready with receipts. Yeah, but... but but, Can't be necessarily all of them. But Chris didn't provide any, did she? She didn't provide one single piece of proof that she sent anything more than has $670. Not, has she not seen a Real Housewife reunion? Right. Where's, Bring a binder. I need a binder. I have a binder. You better be prepared with receipts. <laughs> if that was your argument, wouldn't you? Yes. What did she say? The bank, what, that account no longer exists. Does that yeah, even, is so that a thing? She's so full of baloney. Is that a thing? Even when you close an account, you can access your information. When I 
um, change my credit card number because it's lost or stolen. Guess what? I can still log into the old one. Look at all my old transactions. You can watch people in the Atlanta airport right after I bought a cup of coffee buying a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> this is a warning. Do not <laughs> buy coffee with a credit card in the Atlanta yeah, airport. Do not do that. So I'm just letting you know. People this stand behind you and scan your card electronically. Next thing you know, they're buying $500 Microsoft This programs. wasn't just once. <laughs> and it wasn't just twice. Yes. So, yeah. On the trip to Albany, Georgia. Right. This is what happened. So, not Alabama, though. So, Chris, this is what Chris said. These are her statements. I went days... Without sleep, <laughs> I said only if this she's, doesn't. This really only if doesn't, she's tripping on something. This really doesn't happen. No, you're not. You're not working for days straight. No, and what jobs are you gonna get if you show up completely delirious from lack of sleep? Well, maybe she wasn't delirious from lack of sleep. Maybe she was hooped up on goofballs. Exactly. So, oh, but I don't believe that she went. This is an no. exaggeration. She probably had little sleep. Uh But even Veronica said. Guess what? I had little sleep. (laughs) I don't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That happens. (laughs) But you're still performing your duties. I'm still doing my duties. And I'm entertaining you. The diva (laughs) is still recording. I am. Despite not having her nap on Sunday. (laughs) Right? That happens. I got five hours of sleep. Right. And I'm here entertaining the crap out of you. That's Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) That's still to be debated. But days without sleep. She flipped her car. Yeah. So she's driving. While hooped up on goofballs. Without sleeping. (laughs) I'm guessing nobody, there was no urine or blood test. She blamed her for flipping her car because of the cheating thing. Yeah. (laughs) Which wasn't even cheating because she hadn't contacted her for a month. She ghosted her. That Five, was talked about at the very beginning, like in the first days. episode. 20 days. And this, we this doesn't even get into and the we believe five months. This. Yeah, we believe this because of the, I'm going home for two weeks max and being gone for five months. And she wouldn't talk to her then either. Mm. We even saw the conversation. She has health injuries. Yeah, what is a health injury? I'm not sure. <laughs> Did she, she say, say it twice? What is she talking about? I think we saw it twice. We saw it yeah. on a preview and then we saw it later. So I think she only said it once. No, she said it twice in the same conversation. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> she said, you knew about my health injuries. A <laughs> health like, injury what? for me would be like you went in for surgery. Like <laughs> you injured your health. <laughs> yeah, it would be like you were going to get your thigh meat turned into a penis. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the skin came off. This is a health injury. (laughs) This is not. This is not what Chris had. Uh, We don't think. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. These two are just a hot mess. Yeah. I can't get who cheated on what and who and pictures and shower (laughs) and who did what. I am completely not sure. And then after she was so hateful to her. Then she sits there and says, just looking at her now, I love her still and I would do anything for her even now. I'm like, this is baloney. You see, it's like I am now. Jamie's like, is this woman crazy? Yes. Who is this crazy person? Yep. 
She's got problems. She's got problems. I saw something, and it may be like from another – I don't know where it came from, but it was a clip that's – this is what they said it was, is that uh, Chris said that she was fine. She had just taken a Vicodin. <laughs> but I don't know where that would have come from because we hadn't seen it, right? No. So if we haven't seen it, then how would somebody else have seen it? It's probably somebody making it up. So – let me get this straight. Did I understand this correctly? It's late. Did Jamie say that when Chris was gone for the five months, that Chris's ex-boyfriend was sending her photos of them having sex and of her naked? Yes, I believe that's what it was. Wow. But I don't know if it was that window. It's hard to tell which because it's such a mess between the first time and the second time. I think and, she was talking about when she was gone for the five months. Well, she was busy working all the time. Well, maybe she was getting paid for that. <laughs> Where are you coming from? I do not know you anymore. This is a really good time to probably end this episode. I put nothing past these people. I mean... This is a non-relationship. I don't even know why they're talking. Mm. Yeah, I'm not even sure how they got together, to be honest. Yeah, they didn't even meet. They cheated before they even met and then (laughs) got together. Yeah, so I said, why did she marry her then? Chris's cheating allegations from Jamie are before she went there. Right. So don't go. Right. If this is that big of a problem. I do not understand. forget about it. Right. You're either forgetting about it or you're not. Right. It'd be like Jen with Richie. We're broken up because of your family. We can't get back together and then have you change it. Right. Maybe she thought it was that good. Maybe their reconnection, maybe it was changed his mind. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe it, and maybe it did. Because in our whole visit, they didn't. Yeah, uh, who knows? They're all they lying. They said they didn't. They're all probably lying to protect whoever. So... So why would she do that now? I don't. If it had been two years, I can't make sense of this. You're asking me <laughs> to make sense of all of this, and I can't. This is too much. This whole, I don't even have a job. This whole tell right? was just a hot mess. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't even have to get up and go to work tomorrow. I don't know what to do. Go figure. I'm gonna get up and wander around the house. I got something. Hey now, <laughs> you can leave your cast on. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 